Welcome back, everybody, to the Bourbon Buzzed and Ballin' Podcast. We are your hosts, Colby and Dutt, and we are here with episode 11. Already, number 11. They're rolling. Flies when they're, having fun. they're rolling. We got a good episode tonight. We, of course, are going to open and toast our, our home run guys. Yep. Yeah, we're going to talk a little uh, Aaron Judge and Pujols. Yep. And then, of course, we got some hot topics tonight we want to talk about. We get, of course, we got to talk about the Braves sweeping of the Mets. That's big news for, for most of us here in the South. We're going to talk about the deadly soccer match in Indonesia, and of course, we're gonna we're gonna talk again about some more some more real good dudes in the women's soccer league, the WSNL. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, more more dirt bags to talk about. We also want to touch a little bit on JJ Watt. And of course, our guy Tua. We got to talk a little Tua, and then we're gonna finish with uh, NFL Week Four. Uh, yeah, Week Four in the week. NFL, Week Five in college. Yeah, and then we're gonna finish with a with another list of sorts. Yeah, another, another little fun topic, and it was actually harder to do than I actually thought it was gonna be. But yeah, we tried a- to come up with a top ten list. I cheated a little bit, did a ten plus one, <laughs> and a whole lot of honorable mentions, but. <laughs> But we're going to talk about our favorite sports movies of all time. Should be an interesting topic so. for sure. But, yeah, it was it was fun. It was interesting trying to pack all of my favorite movies into a concise list of yeah, ten. Yeah. But, you know, we'll... Then I would, and I would think of another one. I'm right. like, where am I going to stick this one? So. We'll have fun with that. All right, well, let's, let's just uh, get right into it, and let's start with our opening toast. Uh, Sweet. Like Doug mentioned, Aaron Judge <laughs> did tie Roger Maris. And uh, he hit his 61st home run. He's still stuck on 61. He's got three games left three. to try. And he's got, he needs uh, one more home run to break the record, the Yankees record and the AL home run record. And he also has slipped behind in the uh, triple crown race. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he's at, his batting average is 311, uh, the, the kid from Minnesota. Uh, I can't remember how you pronounce his name. Yeah. But anyway, he's at 315. Um, so he's... Point zero zero four. I can't believe we're talking about three fifteen batting averages. Leading, being the, yeah, leading. That's the, just leading. Crazy. And then I think the next closest to these two is uh, Bogarts at like three oh five. Yeah. So I mean, they just you can you can tell that the uh, the sixty one the chase of Roger Maris has been a lot of a lot of stress and, on him. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then of course we we got to give. The man, Albert Pujols. We've shown him love every week. We might as well show him some more love That's today. because right. he, he connected on 702, so he 01 tie, he and 02. He tied a Yankee legend. That's so right. both of them have tied Yankee legends. He's tied a baseball legend. Yeah, well, I mean, whenever you get mentioned with the Sultan of SWAT, you know, I don't know, who, whichever, you know, it would be a good discussion one of these days for us to sit down and discuss who is the home run king. Because yeah. that is a di- a, an interesting discussion. Yeah, there's many different ways you could look at that. Yeah, yeah. But, so uh, anyway, he tied. Yeah, he tied Ruth. He tied so that's Ruth. a tremendous accomplishment. And that's so it. Yep. Let's raise our glasses to, to Aaron Judge and Albert Pujols. Cheers, yep, cheers. guys. Boys, men. <laughs> that's good, man. What you sipping on tonight? I am sipping on basil Hayden toast. Okay. Yeah, we rated that uh, one of our earlier episodes. We did, we did. I don't think it fared too well. No, I think we gave it a two, uh, if I remember correctly. Mm. I'm going to give it a two again <laughs> tonight. It's a little, I mean, it's just not smooth, man. There's just nothing smooth about it. And I don't, I mean, I just don't even, there's so many more 
I mean, what's the price point? Like fifty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I totally would. I mean, I would almost venture into a brown bag situation for fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I wouldn't even use it. Just now doesn't it wasn't. Have, it, it was uh, it was just under fifty because we had given it two dollar signs, so it wasn't wasn't in the triple dollar sign category. Um, well, I think but the, yeah, it, the, it, the demand from from your from your friends on toast is probably pretty high. But from my taste, my palate, it, it's just not good. Right. How about you? What you got? I am actually uh, sipping on one we haven't rated yet. I was just going back through the notes to see if we had rated it because I couldn't remember if we'd rated it or not. But it's it's a uh, rabbit hole, the Cave Hill oh, yeah. uh, version of the rabbit hole, which is basically their their Kentucky small batch straight. Um, but it's a real good, smooth. Uh, it's one of my son's favorites. Um, it's got a good color. Yeah, it does. It's got a nice, nice dark color to mm. it. They're out of Louisville, Kentucky, um, so that was one of the ones I mentioned on our yeah. uh, bucket list. That when we go back, I want to go to the Rabbit Hole uh, Distillery. Yeah, you know, I'm so. always down with a bourbon <laughs> bourbon tour. Yeah, you don't need your sure. arm twisted, do you? Nah. nah. All right, well, let's. Uh, we've done the toast. Let's come in hot. Let's do it. It didn't change. Screen technical difficulty. <laughs> All right, we're coming in hot, and like you mentioned. Yep. Bravos. We own the Mets, man. I'm telling you. We, oh, I say we. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, Braves are my team, I guess. But, you know, I'm not going to jump on that wagon like I'm a diehard Braves right, fan. Right, right, right. But I am, a, I am a Braves fan when it comes playoff time. You know, I'm going to follow the Braves. and But I'm going to watch playoff baseball. But the Braves just own – I would hate to be a Mets fan, to be honest with you. I've seen – so many posts from Mets I mean, fans. They on they ran media. they ran the Mets down and took that division mm-hmm. from them. Yeah, they did. I mean, the Mets had a huge lead in that division. And I think the Mets fans knew it. They knew it was going <laughs> to happen. Coming. And I mean, I don't think I don't even know if the Mets are going to get out of the first round of the playoffs because I think they're going to match up with the Padres. Now right. I know we're going to have a yeah. We'll talk about that next week. Point, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll go over all the matchups next week yeah. and who's got who and who we who we like in the matchups, but. Of course, the, the, both of those teams are are going to be a, a hard team to handle, a sure. hard out for anybody. You know, between them two, of course, I still like the Dodgers uh, in the NL. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't. How can you not? I mean, but offense. We'll, we'll, we'll get in. We'll, we'll discuss baseball next week yeah, when, when we know what the matchups sneak, are. Sneak yeah, preview, a little, <laughs> a little teaser. Yep. All right, uh, and you mentioned so there was a couple of few negative things that that happened uh, uh, over the weekend. Um, there was a soccer match in Indonesia. It's a big rivalry, and the one team basically owned the other team. And the team that they had lost 20 straight years, hmm. and they won three to two. So all their fans started mobbing the field. Right. And then you had all these. Uh, I don't know if it was military or police or it whatever was it was. Local. But you know, coming out with the riot gear and they're hitting people and. People are getting trampled. Tear gas. Tear gas. And and then I think it spilled off of the field and out into the streets. And, uh, you know, the the stadium was trashed. The the town was trashed. And uh, last I heard, about 170 people Mm. died in this this ruckus. Mm. Uh, Just trying to celebrate, uh, you know, your team. It, It shows you how passionate people are about their sports teams. Yeah. Which you know, it's good to be passionate, but there's also a, you got to draw a line somewhere. Sure, I mean that's just to not not take away from the tragedy. But do you know what the number one sport is in Indonesia? 
I'm sure it's soccer. No, it's badminton. Oh, really? Badminton's the number one sport in Indonesia. Well, I bet there wouldn't be 170 <laughs> people tri- no. uh, charging I, the field after a badminton match. I, mean, I can't imagine you wouldn't be ready for the fans storming the field. Well, I think they were because, like I said, all the people, all the military in, in riot gear. So it was almost Can you imagine, like... Did you imagine, you know, say... Kentucky beating us in football and the Kentucky fans storming the field and, and their local police tear gassing them yeah. and beating them. I mean, it's just a different approach, obviously. Right. But, yeah, it's, that's tragic no matter yeah, how I mean, you look no, at it. Nobody should, should charge the field after a game. No. It, it's, now it's dangerous nothing good, for everybody. Yeah, nothing good can happen. Yeah. I mean, that you know, last weekend when, uh, who was it, Texas Tech that beat Texas? And yeah. their fans charged the field. And there's a video of one of the Texas Tech fans uh, knocking down one of the Texas players from behind. Yeah, just yeah. running and just shoving it to is. the ground. It's, I mean, it's really unsafe. For, yeah, especially unsafe for the players. Yeah, because you know they're high profile. Yeah, and they're still and, they're just trying to get back to the locker room, and that's right. there's no need for it. Nope. Also, what there's no need for is any more pieces of shit scumbags out there that don't <laughs> know how to treat women. People. Or people, people in general, but in this right. in this case, it's dealing with women. Yeah, and it's these coaches uh, in the in the women's national soccer league that think that they can, you know, get away with stuff. I don't know, invite I was, the players up to their rooms, and I honestly don't know what they think anymore <laughs> these days. I mean, the I mean, it's just it's a different world. It's a different world. It is. And, Everything you do in dark comes to light. Well, and they're saying that this has been a lot. It, it, it actually goes down into like the lower leagues, like into little leagues, and where it's yeah. just it's become systematic throughout all of women's soccer, where it's just kind of a, a given that you're going to be pressured if you want to play in time into having to, you know, do things. And it's, there's just no room for that. There's no place for that. No. So I'm tired of. And we, we might need to quit talking about it because I'm tired of every week having to. to I know it seems like it's all we're, it's, it's always a piece of our of our podcast. I yeah. mean it's. Yeah. I mean it's, it, it's 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 current, and you know we want to well, we want to provide current I think information it's good because I really I mean I heard of this but I really didn't look at it until you talk started talking about it, and to be honest with you I think it's important for us to talk right. about and bring it out well, even for the the listeners to at least it, you know because not everyone has time to. To put together a podcast right. and research these topics that might be of interest, yeah. And not only are they of interest, you know, they they also help educate. So, right. I mean, if we just do like a little, piece well, and, this, of yeah, and this, a lot of this information is not even out there yet because it is so new. I mean, it, it was just breaking yeah. earlier today. Um, so, you know, there's more for us to find out about it. But, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's just it's a shame. It, it is a shame. Uh, Sad. People get a little bit of power and, and they don't know how to handle it. They abuse it. Oh, and, sad, and, sad, sad, sad. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's move on to um, a couple of uh, NFL players that had to deal with some things uh, over this weekend. So J.J. Watt went into AFib uh, last week and had to actually have, <laughs> have his heart shocked back into rhythm. And then he turns around and plays this weekend. Uh, two days later, the dude but, died. The yeah, dude died yeah. and still, play, yeah, still played a football yeah. game. Yeah. So apparently, you know, they they're also expecting a baby. So they've been doing ultrasounds, you know, listen to the baby's heart, and then it turned out that they had to listen to JJ's because he was having an irregular heartbeat and diagnosed him with AFib and 
you know, now supposedly if you monitor it and pay attention, there's no additional risk. So that's why right. they say once you get that shock and get it back in rhythm, you're good within 24 hours to to go back out and you know do whatever. So man, he's dealt with a lot. Hasn't he, he has. He he's he's been through to be to be you know probably on the. Mount Rushmore of, of defensive linemen right. slash end. Yeah, oh yeah, he's been a good one. He's dealt with a lot of health issues I in think, the last. I think he five took a lot years. of it out on on, on Baker this week, and he, yeah, kept, yeah, he, did. he kept swatting that football back into Baker's face. Mm. But yeah, no, we wish JJ. He, he seems like a stand up guy, and uh, oh, you yeah. know he's always donating to charities yeah. and stuff like that. So I hope this this you know he can manage this the rest of his life and, and live. Yeah, I mean, I look for him to retire soon, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's, like you said, he's, he's dealt, dealt with, with so much health issues. Right, and, right. For and sure. And now it's starting to affect his brother some, too, right. over in Pittsburgh. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully everything works out for the Watt family. And then, of course, the biggest news uh, coming out related to the NFL this weekend was to, uh, yeah. to his concussion, you know, the uh, – it started on Sunday in the Bills game where yeah. – and we even mentioned it on the podcast. I said it looked like he got punched in the face by Mike Tyson. Got up all wobbly. You could see him shaking his head like he was trying to get the cobwebs yeah. out. And uh, so they did take him back to the back to have him evaluated for concussion. But the, the independent um, doctor said, no, he's, right. he's fine. He, he's good to go. And, and uh, they, they said it was – the wobbly was – from a back injury that he had sustained mm. earlier in the game. So then let's fast forward to Thursday night. So the, the Dolphins were on a short week. They had to play the Sunday and then turn around and play Thursday night against the Bengals. Well, supposedly they checked Tua every day during the week uh, for any symptoms, and he wasn't showing any. And they cleared him to play again on Thursday. And first big hit, boom, he, he gets knocked unconscious. He goes into the uh, – Fencer's pose with mm -hmm. with his fingers, and uh, knocked out again with with a concussion, and they've already ruled him out for Sunday's game, so sure. he, he won't be playing this Sunday. Even though the first thing he asked coach was, "When when do I when am I going to be cleared to play again?" No, I mean that's Tua. Yeah, that's yeah. Tua that everybody that that all, that we know for sure oh, yeah. being Alabama fans. But yeah, yeah, no, it all started in the Bills game with the improper diagnosis yep. it was obvious it was neurological yeah yeah so, so that that unc was fired because uh, mm -hmm. he was he actually is he he, he represents the players uh, right right he's not associated with the Dolphins. right so you know that the players association wanted this independent doctor to make sure that this guy was looking out for the best interest or or woman is looking out for the best interest of the player because you know the team's usually going to be looking out for, for the team and for winning, but this this was supposed to be in place to protect the players, and it failed miserably in this case. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I I think you know in watching all the uh, aftermath, you know, I did I gained a lot of I gained a lot of appreciation for the coach. McDaniel. Yeah. Well, he's still catching some heat though. Yeah. Well, I mean, he should catch some heat, but you know his. His press conference seemed really sincere. Yeah, yeah. I think he, and I think I, he truly cares about the players. Sure. And, and I think, 
you know, he was go, he was basing it on the information he was given. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly, and basing it on Tua. And he's being, you know, Tua oh, yeah. wanted to be in yeah. the game, and he's being very transparent. I mean, Tua brought him, led him to victory right. in that game. Sure. So I mean, they lose that game without Tua, um, but he's been very transparent. He's, you know, they're cooperating with any, uh, with the ongoing investigation that that the Players Association initiated to see what all w- went wrong. Um, so, like I said, this, the, the first thing they did was fire the, the independent uh, doctor. They have also agreed to modify the concussion protocol. And one of the modifications is going to be if a player displays gross motor instability, he's done. Well, I mean, that initial reaction with his hands. Well, no, I'm talking about for Sunday. Sure, but, but I'm yeah, just saying yeah. – and that, even even on even on Thursday when they were discussing you know the potential of what happened to him, right? I was we were already talking about what had happened to him, right? As just regular fans, not right. even trained medical people oh, yeah. at all. Yeah. I mean, so it's just it's really I don't know. I'm still on the fence on what to believe in all of this. Well, I, I, I think it's going to be another couple of weeks before. What I don't believe is that Tua was protected. No. I don't believe he was protected. And, you know, that leads me to another part of this discussion is what what has Tua done to get so much? I mean, it's like it's like either you love him right. or you hate him. And I don't understand where the hate came from unless you're just an anti-Alabama person and, and he was propped up so much mm-hmm. that you, you, you ended up hating Tua because all of the – all of the experts were propping him up. It wasn't Tua's fault that he was being propped up as some next greatest. Right, yeah, but I agree. Where's the hate come from? Because if you truly get to know this kid yeah. and listen to him and follow him and, and just follow him with an open mind, mm-hmm. he's like a, he come, he's from, from a remarkable family. Yeah. Yeah. He's a remarkable kid, man. I still he, I don't understand yeah, it. He, he deserves and, – and I – I, I heard a lot more positive things, uh, you know, and, and unfortunately he's now the face of the concussion protocol. Uh, but maybe this sheds some new light on who he is as a person. Be and, a good and, spokesperson yeah, for it. And, and some of that. And, you know, he's actually leading the league uh, in, in quarterback rating going into next week. Right. right. So, no, he's, so, he's, he's put up a So a he, he's done it on the so field, far. of course – and, and, you know, that brings up a good point. I think part of the reason that Tua wasn't honest with, with how he felt was because of all of the negative right. stuff he gets in the media, uh, in the social medias. I feel like he, you know, everybody has convinced him that he this is a prove-it year. He, he, he has to prove that he can stay healthy. So he, he put himself back in there uh, – even though he wasn't fully healthy, he's got to prove it with his stat. I mean, they, they've made, they've created this, this, not really marketing, but this, this monster mm. and, and this, this. Uh, I can't think. I, of, no, I can't think of. The can't word. think of what the, the word I'm trying to say is. But they've created this, where he, and, and this isn't even coming from the Dolphins. This is coming from analysts. What did you see, Fitzpatrick? Oh yeah, he he, he cry. almost cried. He, I mean, he almost cr- cried, and Tua Tua was given his job. Oh, yeah. Fitzpatrick didn't really lose right. that job. Yeah, I mean, that that just goes to show you the type of person that Tua is. Exactly. Because him and 
Yeah. They tried to make it sound like the media right. tried to make it sound like there was a strife, a beef between, between the two Fitz yeah. and Tua. No. And Fitzpatrick almost was in tears Thursday night when Tua when was laying Tua on the field. On the yep. And that goes to show you that this is just a remarkable human being. He's not even a good, great football player. He's a remarkable human. He man. is. Well, you know, he got married in the offseason, and they just went to, like, the justice of the peace and tried to keep it, you know, he tried to keep his, his private life private. Sure. And then pe- people leaked that, and he was like, would somebody follow me to the courthouse? I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah, he, he's not trying to be all flamboyant or anything like that. And he's no, and still, he, he, like, you, you made a point. Like, he wants to play. He, he wants to make a point to prove every – and he's really – I don't really believe, and I don't know this for a fact. Right. But I think I know Tua enough by just listening to him. He sincerely wants to prove his worth. Right. He doesn't want to prove people wrong. Well, he wants to prove why he's right. And he also wants to be there for his brothers, for his teammates. Yeah. You know, he he feels like if he's not on the field, he's letting them down. It's not about him, you know, he he didn't care about his stats or this or that or what anybody in the media or on social media yeah. Keyboard bandits or whatever you want to call them. Warriors. Warriors. He doesn't care what they have to say. Mm-mm. All he cares about is, you know, being the best tool he can be and being there for his teammates. He doesn't want to let them down. So, But he, he's also a football player. Football players. That's what they do, man. They play their Warriors. Yeah. They play. They play through stuff. Absolutely. They play through stuff. All right. All right. We could talk to all night long, we man. We could. I'm serious. I love that dude, man. But, well, I love that yeah, we we could do a whole podcast just on Tua. You know, I swear uh, I will fight somebody yeah. over Tua. I ain't lying to you. I will fight somebody over Tua. It's, it's and it, it, yeah, and I, sometimes I, I I try to take a step back and I'm like, am I am I being biased in my opinion? Well, or? I'm biased, but I'm objective. I know he's not the greatest quarterback right. ever. Right, I realize that. Yeah, but, but he's a winner. He's a but great to put winner. him in the bottom and a great 20? human being. Nah. Jeez, nah. come on, man, and, nah. and just the person. Anyway, let's move on. Let's well, recap. while we're talking about football, let's just kind of recap what all went on in, in week four. And uh, there's only one undefeated team left, Yeah, and that would be the Philadelphia Eagles. They moved to 4-0, and uh, they actually had fallen – they fell into a 14 nothing hole yeah. against Jack. And we, 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 that was, we had that as one of our games we of the week did. last week. And the Jags, Cause the, Jags, the Jags punched them in the mouth to start with. But I think the, the Eagles – to me, the Eagles proved that they kind of separated themselves from everybody. Right. Well, I don't want to put them way up. No, But no. They, have, they have created a gap at the top right. that, that they stuck to their game plan. They didn't really get – they never got panicked. And, of course, Jalen – Jalen never looked panicked. Right. No, but of course it, they won and came back from behind, and it wasn't really one of Jalen's best games. No, it you know wasn't. he started the, the part of the reason they were behind was because he threw a pick six. Right. You know that was the first score of the game, and uh, you know he he only threw for two hundred yards, and no touchdowns. He did run one in on the ground, but even there he was only sixteen carries for thirty eight yards. So yeah, but Jalen was Jalen. He was still calm. He didn't really change right. his demeanor. Yep. So the Eagles look the Eagles look good. Yep. They look good. They're legit. Your uh your NFC East is is struggling to keep up with them. Well and I know your boys are the, three and one. The Giants and Cowboys are both three and one. Of course yeah. I I still think uh, I looked at your schedule. I, I still think the Giants <laughs> are doing it with smoke and mirrors. Well, no, I mean they're winning good. 
They're winning good football. I, I looked at their schedule though. Yeah, you're, you're in trouble over the next four <laughs> weeks. So you went. From, you're going from three. You could easily be three and four. Oh yeah, yeah. Or nah. Three and five. Well, you know, it's funny. Soon. Watching the game this weekend, they said this is the fastest in like the past six or seven years that the Giants were able to get to three wins. That the the previous fastest they got to three wins was uh, in, at week nine. <laughs> so they were able to, to do it in week four this year. So that – no, I, I think they're building something. I think, um, you know, they've got some good people at, at, at top now, the coach and the, and the GM. So, no, I don't expect – I mean, they might have a winning record at the end of the year, but they're not a contender this year. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think the Giants, the Cowboys, the Redskins, they, they, need, to, they need to make sure that they're – their, their management is shored up because the Eagles are in great shape. Speaking of the Cowboys, how about Cooper Rush? Man's never lost a start. I know. 4-0. Any 4-0? 4-0. Yeah, 3-0 this year. He didn't have a great game yesterday. Right. But, you know, he did uh, – he's undefeated. He's yeah. undefeated, and he's kept the ship. I, I would imagine he's going to he's gonna get some love uh, when when oh. Dak gets back and, and uh, there's some teams needing a quarterback. They might they got to at least take a look at him. Yeah, yeah. I I meant to I meant to put a I had a little uh I saw something the other day that it was a it was a, a little diag not a diagram but a I forget what he what he put. I lost it now. I had it somewhere. Anyway, it was Colin Cowherd and he was comparing Dak's stats to Cooper's, Cooper's stats. Yeah. And it was definitely questionable whether or not Dak should have a job really? coming back. Hmm. I mean, four and zero. I mean, yeah. it's hard to it's hard not to roll with the guy that's kept you going, you know. But at the same time, you know, Dak get, is getting paid right money for that to be his team. So, I mean, I I still think Dak's probably their their logical choice there. But Cooper Rush has done a really good job. He has. It's, it's, uh... You know, like a uh, Tony Romo or or Kurt Warner type of story. You know, come out of nowhere and yeah, I don't, I didn't know which direction you really wanted to go on this. I mean, I, I Kenny Pickett, I see you've got him yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, he looked good. He yeah. did good when he came in the game he, for he threw Trubisky. some picks, man. But his his quarterback rating was good yeah. in just a short amount of time, and I, I'm I honestly. I, given the Steelers' situation, oh, it's, it's his job Kenny now. Biggest job, it's but his. but who predicted? I want you to remember. Go back to episode. <laughs> was it two? Who predicted Kenny Pickett would take over in Week Four? So as many much shit as he gives me <laughs> on my quarterback analysis, I might have to go back. And- go back and watch. <laughs> I don't even remember episode two or three, maybe. I predicted that Kenny Pickett would take was over. Was it our fantasy football episode or was I can't it our remember. NFL I didn't, I didn't have the time to go back yeah. through, but I will go back through because I did predict that Kenny Pickett was going to take over in week four. <laughs> now, I did also predict that he would lose it. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. I'm going to take that. <laughs> get every bit of credit I get when it, when it comes my way. But, yeah, I think uh, – Because <laughs> you definitely wasn't right on Baker. <laughs> no, no. I didn't even write notes down. I didn't because, even put Baker in. No, nah, there's no notes, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm done with Baker. I'm I'm not so, – So so was 100,000 Panthers fans man, all it's booing. Em- and, it's embarrassing. But, that, you know, the Panthers have nobody else to go to. 
Well, I mean, Darnold's not. I still got to throw healthy. a little bit out for Baker. Not not really defending Baker, but McAdoo is horrible. Oh, he, he, he's horrible. His, I mean, I watched the Panthers game. The the scheme, the offensive scheme, it's just it's yeah. so elementary. The in the routes, these guys, he's got these guys running. I just I don't understand it. Yeah, and no, I, he was a terrible head coach. Deontay for the Foreman, you remember Deontay yeah, yeah. Foreman? Yeah. He's a Panther. Yeah. He hadn't touched the ball. Yeah. Fourth and one, third and one, fourth yeah. and goal. He hasn't touched the ball. I don't yeah. I just don't understand the play calling. Um Baker's horrible. Baker is really off, but yeah. I still I'm not gonna blame him totally because I think he's running probably one of the most embarrassing offenses in the NFL. Predictable. And uh Matt Rule, it's Matt Rule's fault. He's the head coach. Yeah. He hired him. Um but he's he's horrible. Oh, they, they'll be a house cleaning. If not in during the season, by the end of the season, there'll be a, there'll be a house. It clean. has to be. I I kind of I kind of don't think. I mean, I don't I don't want to say Baker's clearly not a franchise guy, but I mean, he's a better quarterback than what we're seeing. Yeah, he's a well, better. Well, you know, there's been a lot of bad quarterbacks. There has play. been. I mean, even Kyler Murray in that game didn't. Yeah, look good. no, it was ugly. But it was it was kind of crappy weather. Not, I mean, it wasn't raining, but nah, I mean, I mean it, it was just. I get it. I mean, there was crappy weather across the across the league. Yeah, I mean, you know, talking about another quarterback that's not looking real good is uh, Russell Wilson in Denver. No, I, I think Seattle is actually thinking we got I, the better quarterback look, now with Geno Smith. Look, that's what my note. <laughs> Geno Smith may be an upgrade to Russell yeah. Wilson. Yeah. I mean, I think Geno Smith has looked really, really good. Yeah, both both teams are two and two. And uh, the Seahawks, they just put up uh, uh, 48 points against the Lions, 48-45. Well, Seahawks defense is garbage, right. but we, we knew that going in. We right. predicted that. Um, but they got some but, extra draft picks from from making that Russell Wilson trade. Yeah. Well, so, I think they thought that we're going to plug Geno in and we're going to suck and we're going to draft one, you know, C.J. Stroud or Bryce I Young mean, or Will Levis. looks Will like Levis. the real deal, man. I know. Now it's kind of like, mm, maybe we got something here. I mean, he's still, he, he's still going to throw a pick or two. Right. But, I mean, that's just because he – He's not. He's willing to take shots. Yeah, and he's got. You know, DK Metcalf's got to be like. Oh yeah, he, he had like 150 yards in that game. You know, I got yeah. somebody that's yeah. gonna gonna at least throw it to him because you know, um, I can't even remember the, the the kid that they traded for now. Drew Lock. Drew Lock. Yeah. I don't know why when the cameras rolling, <laughs> I can't remember Brave names. <laughs> when the cameras rolling, I can't remember names. But Drew Lock never. You know, he was. Never going to push the ball like Geno does. So. Uh, talking about tremendous quarterback play this weekend, the Giants' third-string quarterback, <laughs> <laughs> Saquon Barkley. Saquon. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Daniel Jones goes out with an ankle sprain. They bring in Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. He, he decides I'm going to run a quarterback keeper and lead with my head. He gets knocked out. He goes in, into the concussion protocol. So they got to bring Saquon in and run the Wildcat, and still wound up winning that game. <laughs> you got extra garbage points I, I, too well, for I'm, that I'm, one. I'm hoping that um, you know now in fantasy football, maybe he'll be eligible at QB and at running back. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna reclassify him. Yeah, no, let's uh, let's. So I, I wanted to talk a little about the Lions, man. I think. Uh, I'm a fan. Man, they, they're the most exciting I'm team in the game, man. I'm they're fun. And, and they, they're going to get better. They're going to get better. They got weapons that are going to be coming back soon. Yeah, they, they played without weapons. Yeah. 
They didn't have Swift, of course. They didn't have Williams, Swift. Yeah, Williams Jameson. looks like a plug-in. Yeah, well, as soon as yeah, as soon as Jay Mo gets in there, I mean, he's going. Yeah, be, and they didn't have uh, St. Brown this weekend. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on. Yeah, he was out. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm a I am a Dan Campbell fan yep. believer. Well, I think the players are too, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, the players. Well, that's the thing, you know, the, the the talent gap is not that huge. A lot of times between teams, a lot of times it's what are they willing to do for their? Do they believe in their coach? What you know, like, yeah. it's like Mike McDaniel of the Dolphins. The players love him and and are doing anything they can for him. Dan Campbell, uh, Peterson down at Jacksonville, he's yeah. got them believing. Uh, Dable at the Giants, he's got them believing. So, you know, coaching coaching is is, is important. It's a bigger deal than than you think. Yeah, I mean, like in baseball or basketball, I don't know what the coaches do. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean basketball. I think coaches. You know, or drawing up plays in timeouts, man. But baseball, man, I you set the lineup and I mean, you sit yeah. back, eat sunflower seeds, and watch them play. Yeah, you spit sunflower seeds and act like you're into the game. But no, in, in football, coaching goes a long way. I mean, just you know, look at if a quarterback is in the right system and has got a coach like Tua. You know, I know we we talk about Tua probably more than we should, but look at him last year. Under Flores, sure. who didn't believe in him, who didn't mm-hmm. know how to coach an offense. Flores was a defensive guy. And now that you're bringing in McDaniel, and two is leading the league in passer rate. Yeah, yeah mean, it's because McDaniel divine, designed his offense yeah. around to his skill yeah. set. Yeah. Duh. And that's why, Duh. That's why um, Kyler and Baker were number one draft picks and Heisman Trophy winners because Lincoln Riley, when he had him at Oklahoma, yeah. Built the schemes around their strengths sure. to make them look good and put up these uh, uh, video game numbers. Right, gaudy and, stats. Yeah, sure. gaudy yeah. stats, and they win the Heisman, and they go on their number, you know, back-to-back Heisman's, back-to-back number one overall picks. But you know, their 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 game doesn't match. It doesn't translate doesn't good to the, the NFL. NFL game. Nope. That's why you know, back to the Lions, Jared Goff. I mean, I've I've always kind of number one overall. Yeah, but I mean, I think that was a little. Lofty, but right, you can win with Jared Goff. You can win with him. Yeah, I mean the yep. Lions need to need to start drafting some defense. Yeah, but I think the Lions are going to be a really solid team. Yeah, give another next, another year or two. Next few years. I, I, I think we're seeing an evolution. Yeah, like in the, the NFL, the, it's like we're turning it over from yeah, the bottom yeah, to you, the top. Yeah, you got uh, you know some Patriots of these teams are starting to. Yeah, the Patriots are starting to go down. The Packers yeah. are, are, are are dropping. I mean, they they are three and Steve one. Steelers, but I mean, the Packers needed overtime to get past the the Patriots' third string quarterback. Yeah, they struggled. They struggled so, mightily. Yeah. They struggled and mightily. And now uh, Belichick has to be given tons of credit for that defensive performance. Yeah. Or is it that, I mean, Aaron Rodgers? He, he his weapons are he, yeah his weapons, but man, he was a little he was like fifty fifty in that game. Yeah. Like like half of his yeah, balls like, were really good, and the other ones I was like, yeah, like like yeah, I've like, like I said, the quarterback play this weekend was not very impressive. Matty Ice, your Colts, man, your Colts are. Colts better start playing. I'm taking the L on that one. I, I, you know, I thought about we need to start pulling up some of these older episodes and see. Oh, we will, see, I'm sure. And see where we are on some of that. Yeah, that's one. I mean, 
Well, I, mean, I don't. You I know, don't, that one I was wrong on on the Jaguars, but so was most most of the country was I mean, wrong yeah, on both of those. Because, yeah. I mean, you upgrade. The, the Colts didn't lose anybody, and they upgraded a quarterback, yet they can't win a game. Well, I mean, we thought they upgraded at quarterback, but, man, he looks he looks like maybe he's done. I don't know. Or maybe it was just a, a, a parallel move. Could have been. I mean, I – I think it's a little too early yet to, to start ruling Matty Ice as, as being done, but, I mean, the Colts are just – they're just struggling. The one coaching decision that I didn't understand this weekend was the, the Ravens yeah. and the um, – uh, who were they playing? The Bills. Yeah. So, it's 20-20. to 20. The Ravens are driving. They get all the way down in the red zone, and I think it's fourth and goal from the four. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, okay, here, here, here comes the kicker. Of course, that was my fantasy kicker. So I'm like, all right, here comes three points for me because Tucker never misses. Never. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Knock on some wood. Uh, but I'm like, where's Tucker? They're going for it, fourth and four. And there's only like less than two minutes left or right at two minutes left. Yeah. So I'm like, why aren't they kicking the field goal here? They, they go for it. They get stuffed. They don't, they don't make it. And uh, the Bills take over. Well, let me let me talk about that play though. Mm-hmm. I mean, Le- Duvernay was open. Yeah, he was open early yeah. in the in that play, but Lamar missed him because right. he wants to get outside and create because that's what his mentality. Right. I'm thinking that's what his mentality is on that last play. Is I'm a, I'm just gonna snap it. I'm gonna roll out and create like a RPO. Mm-hmm. But you know, watching that play over and over, do. Duvernay was open early on. Well, what, what did it, was it Duvernay that let one go right through his hands earlier in that game? Yeah, I think so. But yeah. but anyway, yeah, I, I I didn't agree with that call there. I would have kicked the field goal there. Um, I, I I know you do. Okay, if you don't get it on the fourth and down, then you they have to drive the whole field. But they don't yeah. really have to drive the whole field because now all they have to do no, is di- drive into field goal range. Yeah, I mean, field goal kickers have so much range these days. Yeah, and I mean, they, all you, you got to do is get about get to the 40-yard line. And it is Josh Allen yeah. that you're staring at. Right. So you know Josh Allen's going to be able to move his team within field goal range yeah. at easily within a, a minute. So usually I'm a fan of, of aggressive coaches, um, like the onside kick against Alabama. Yeah. Loved that call. Caught us way off guard. Yeah. There was also an onside kick in one of the pro games this weekend. It, mm. They failed, but it was still. It would have been effective. Yeah, the, yeah, that one. I, but but the, here at the end of the game, you know, kick yeah. your kick your three, go because you still got to play defense whether you kick that three or not. I mean, and then he throws the interception. You get the ball out at the twenty. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, you really didn't pin them. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go for it, run the ball. Right, that, way they, right. that, that way they're pinned inside exactly, the five. Exactly. But, I, I, I disagreed with Harbaugh. I mean, you can't really say much about John because he is. Oh, a, he's a great coach. Great coach. Just, but I, I – and, and, he, and he I didn't did even – He did kind of – I didn't even hear, listen to the press conference. He kind of owned – he was like, I, you know, I just felt like what you were saying. I felt like even if we didn't get it, we were going to leave him with the ball inside the four. Right. And they would have to drive the length right. to, to tie or beat us. So I kind of, I, I, but I just, if he did mention analytics, and sometimes the analytics get in the way. Right. I, I think I would have, even if I didn't trust my defense, which he obviously didn't. Right. But I mean, as a defensive coordinator against John, John, I mean, uh, Lamar. 
or Josh no, Allen. against Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. I'm not really going to trust my defense anyway. Well, I mean, they'd only given up 20 points. Yeah, but they did point. contain him pretty good. Uh, so, I mean, I think I'm kicking that field goal. But there. you still, just, you still, agree. you still don't put. If you're going to go for it, don't put the ball in harm's way. You you got to, like like you said, if you pin them inside the five, that's one thing. But throwing a pick in the end zone where they get to now have it out at 20. You know, you just made it that much easier on them. All they need now is about 40 yards. So Yeah. No, I, I definitely definitely think it was was a bad call. So, yeah, I, I didn't like that one. Uh, the Raiders finally got a win yep. uh, over the, the, the Broncos, who we talked a little bit about, where Man, Russ is, is really struggling. That and, AFC West is – I mean, the whole NFL is crazy to predict. Yeah. Crazy to predict. Yep. But the Raiders look – you know, they look they – look, Decent. Well, and in that game, the Broncos lost uh, Javante Williams. Yeah, torn ACL. Yeah, he's out for the year. Speaking of the the Colts, uh, Jonathan Taylor, he sprained his ankle pretty bad. They we're going to do an MRI on him today, see if it's a high ankle sprain or not. So he may be out for. uh, He's definitely not. I would say. I won't say definitely, but. My I guess mean, is he's multiple, not playing Thursday night. Probably multiple games if it's a true high ankle sprain. Right, right. I, I think uh, fantasy world certainly, you know, some owners are going to have to, going to have to have Plan Bs, you know, because I know Javante Williams was factored into the yeah. I mean that's two. into the fantasy league pretty heavily. And yeah. Of course, Jonathan Taylor obviously is a must start in every week. Yeah, those are two. And then there was a Patterson maybe with the uh, the Falcons might might be a little banged up because he. They were pulling him out of the game. Chris Godwin was up and down all night in yeah. that game. I I, don't, I think he's coming back too quick. I don't think he's right. quite 100% healthy. So that should factor into your into your thought process too. Yeah. Fan, well, we don't need to talk. Yeah, we kind of we've kind of wandered <laughs> off into uh, fantasy land. The NFL, anything you got? Anything? I mean, that's that's kind of just wanted to talk about the highlights. Yeah, know? the only thing I, I I picked three games as as games to watch this weekend. First one being the the London game, Sunday morning, nine thirty. My Giants against the Packers. Both teams three and one. Be a good measuring stick because the Packers. Yeah. The Packers did not look good against the Patriots. I kind of I kind of think Giants and the Packers are pretty even Steven. Exactly. To me. So it may be a good game. If um, Daniel Jones is playing. That's yeah, he 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 said he's feeling pretty good. He did wind up going back into the game where he went in and he would either wind line up at wide receiver when they were in the Wildcat with Saquon mm-hmm. or he would be in the shotgun and just pretty much handed. I don't think he threw a pass after he left the game and came back. Um, I'd have to rewatch it and make sure, but I don't think he threw a pass after hurting the ankle. So I'm sure he'll get treatment all this week, and yeah. we'll see if he's good to go. And I don't know what they're going to do if if Danny if, if Daniel can't play and if Tyrod's still in concussion protocol. Yeah, they're going to have to probably sign somebody off the street. They will have I guess. to sign somebody. Um, their third string quarterback is uh, uh, that kid that they drafted few years ago I can't remember his name now hmm. but he was with Dable at the Bills and then they brought him in um, Davis yeah, Webb Davis Webb I think is his name but anyway I don't know. sounds it, sounds familiar yeah anyway so I, I got that as one of my games to watch because it is two teams with with three and one records I got the Cowboys versus the Rams as uh yeah as a game to watch there, there wasn't uh 
There wasn't a lot of, uh, exciting, a lot of uh, juicy, yeah. exciting games. Yeah, they, your Giants don't even list a third yeah. stringer there, on. Is there a taxi uh, the, the on the depth chart? Um, no, they don't even list a a third quarterback. Yeah, got, I think they've got one on the practice squad. I'm sure. I'm but, sure. Uh, they don't on the active on the 53. But yeah, there wasn't. Uh, there was. Yeah, these, was, this was a stretch to find these. Um, you know, the Cowboys are three and one. Cooper Rush hadn't lost yet. The Rams are two and one. They're playing right now, uh, so we, we won't know if they're going to be three or one or two and oh, two and two. Right now. And then uh, the Sunday night game is the Bengals versus the Ravens. So you know yeah, it's a pretty good matchup. That's a you good know, that's divisional matchup. A divisional matchup. The uh, two good quarterbacks with with uh, Burrow and and um, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. So that was. Yeah, I agree. Wasn't a real exciting. Yeah, I uh, went through the schedule, and I I figured I would just let you yeah list them out. I knew your Giants would be on there with the with both being three and one. That is a good matchup. Yeah, so. yeah. So, so yeah, and that really, like I said, it really wasn't a whole lot to get excited about matchup, no, it's matchup kinda, wise. It's a lot of like grouped. Everybody's kind of grouped. Really, right. it's going to be interesting. I I kind of like it. You know, it's like. Well, and that's always what they're shooting for is parity within yeah. the league. So on any given Sunday, either team can win, and it, sure. you know it's, it, you don't have these blowouts. So certainly didn't see the Jags, the Seahawks, mm-hmm. the, the, Jets. Ba- the Bears are two and two. The, yeah, the Bears. I called them trash you early, did. and and they, they still they, are. Yeah, they still they, are trash. I mean, did, they didn't look good at all. Fields still, he's still trash. He's on record pace. He's thrown for less than 300 yards in four games. His um, prop bet this week was like 145. Yeah. And I don't know. I didn't even check to see if he exceeded it or not. But It's, yeah. it's crazy. I think he did because I think he had a couple. I think he connected on a couple of long uh, pass plays. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, not, not a whole lot to get excited about. Nah. Let's, let's, let's roll. Let's roll let's into, move into some college football. Yes, sir. How about them Jayhawks? Hey, man. Rock Chalk Jayhawks. <laughs> hey, that, that whole Big 12. I mean, how yep. about that o- Oklahoma State Oklahoma Cowboys? Oklahoma State Cowboys. Yep, they, they, yeah, there might be another L I'm taking there on the. Man, I'm looking pretty good so far <laughs> in some predictions. I, yep. Maybe I should start gambling a little bit. But yeah, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State definitely. I think they are the team to beat. Yeah, They're they, certainly they on my, my watch list for the top five now. Yeah. Um, you know. Where did they move to this week? I think they're seven. Okay. I didn't write the whole thing. Down. I didn't either. So I, I knew um, they moved up, but actually. But yeah, I got the, I got the TCU Kansas game going to be a nice one. That's all my games to watch. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a noon. nice one. Number seventeen versus number nineteen. So That's right. you know, I mentioned Kansas moved into the top twenty-five. There, they came in at number nineteen. They're five and zero. Now their quarterback didn't look real good this weekend. Uh, Oklahoma State seventh. Seventh. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Jalen Daniels. You know, they were starting to give him a little bit of Heisman hype um, this week. He took a step back. Defense. Look good. I think uh, I think they can afford a, a week here, a week there, given how the season's kind of right. rolling right now. Nobody's really. I mean, C.J. Stroud didn't put up good numbers, and he's been kind of up and down all year long. Bryce too, got so hurt, so Bryce, that might hurt. And his, his numbers have been it, down, so yep. you know, I I was touting I was touting some 
some what's his name from well, let's, Wisconsin. Let's, yeah. Well, let's do that. Let's name a few names uh, next in next week's show. It'll be the mid midway for the regular season. So yeah. That'll be week six. Yeah. So let's do our Heisman watch. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll give a little little Heisman love no, on right. uh, next week's podcast. That'll be good when, when we do our college uh, football recap. Uh. So, yeah, I didn't really have a lot on college football other than just kind of diving into the top five. Yeah, I mean, let's just – well, we've been going bottom up. Right, that's so, the way I've got so mine listed. I say let's talk Clemson. Clemson. Uh, i got to tip my hat to the Clemson Tigers. Yeah, I thought yeah. they uh, – They I, handled it pretty easily. I thought yeah. they looked good. Yeah. I didn't think they were the, ever the, – The defense looked better. You know, that defensive yep. line, which we touted, you know, as one of the best, at the and that of the was season. without Brian Brees. Yeah, and he still wasn't out there. But that D line finally showed up. Yeah, DJ Uyungale. Each week, you know, I said he's yeah. got about three weeks to to prove it, and each week he has he's gotten, gotten a little bit better, and a little gotten, bit better, yes. a little more confidence. Mm-hmm. You can see he's playing more with more confidence. Yep. So, I mean, based on the last two weeks, I mean, with them knocking off Wake Forest. And then what, knocking off NC State, I mean, they are in complete control of the ACC. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Wake, Wake yeah. went and knocked off Florida State. Yeah, given the Miami ACC, is, Miami's yeah. just not back. You're so, not I mean, back. Clemson, by handing both of those teams a loss, and that would then give them the tiebreaker against those teams if, if Clemson were to lose a game. But I don't even know that there's anybody left on their schedule in the ACC. Well, I mean, I guess they could technically trip up. Yeah, could trip up to somebody. I mean, I don't. Dabo know usually has his team. Oh yeah. Up, you know, yeah. they they he usually doesn't let them. Uh, but I thought I thought they they look solid, man. I I got them at a solid five now. I'm I'm not really wavering on that. Right. I think uh, I I like I think USC you know is obviously on the outside of the top five right at six. Yeah. I think USC is a pretender. I don't think they're quite. Top five ready, so I don't really look to see them jump into the top five. I I expect Oklahoma State to jump to, UNC right, USC at USC. some point. Um, and 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 obviously, if USC, I mean, excuse me, if Oklahoma State continues to play well, given the fact that TCU's ranked, Kansas is ranked, mm-hmm. Kansas State has. Has a lot of clout within Big 12's getting yeah, some love the Big right 12's now. Getting, they Get deserve it. They deserve. They're playing love. a good brand of football. Finally. Outside Oklahoma, Oklahoma's <laughs> trash. <laughs> yeah. Texas, Texas yeah. is better than Red River. Red River rivalry is this weekend. Is it really? Yes. Well, I didn't have it on my game to watch. Nobody <laughs> does. Nobody does because nobody wants to watch Oklahoma against Texas because they both they're both out of it. Yeah, but that's I, a, yeah. I thought Texas. With the way they showed up against Alabama, I thought they were going to have a good year. But you know, that's that's something that I've had arguments with social media wise with people of different programs. You know, you everyone puts too much into how Alabama did against Texas, how Texas did against you know Oklahoma, right. how Oklahoma no, you did. Can't, you, you can't, can't do that. that because None of that matters for a lot of these schools. Just beating Alabama is like winning the national championship. It's their probably it's, their best game of the year. Yeah. It's it's. A, I mean, it can put them on the map recruiting. Absolutely. I mean, it just means so much that they, and and your the the kids' adrenaline is pumping so much that they're gonna play the best. I mean, we, 
How many yeah. times have we, as a backup quarterback, came in and just played like he was Johnny United? Yeah, and it's not really because our defense sucks. No, it's just, <laughs> I mean, they just – that goes all the way back to South Carolina, Garcia yeah. making throws that he never made again. Yeah, standing anyway, on his head. So Clemson, Clemson's solid at five. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, they didn't just blow me away, but they they handled their business. You know, they 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 handled their business. The defensive line looked much better than it had been looking, and DJ looked a lot better. So if, yeah. if DJ keeps improving like he is, and that defense. Gets back to being a Clemson defense. Yeah, watch out. They're going to be a legit playoff team. Yeah, I think, I think uh, you know, I, I still think they're going to get wiped in the playoffs. Right. I do, but, you know, I, I just, I'm just not that impressed with them offensively. But you, you, so. if, they, if they run the table and they're ACC champs, Michigan and Ohio State got to play each other. So one of them's going to have a loss at, at least. You would think. Alabama and Georgia is going to have to play each other if, if they both go undefeated. Mm-hmm. One of them is going to have a loss. So you got an undefeated Clemson team versus two oh, yeah. teams no, with I, a loss. I I mean, that opens think, the door for them. I definitely think winning the last two weeks, they've, they've kind of paved their way to the playoffs. Right. I mean, I don't see them. They would have to t- play really bad, get some injuries or something, right? Yeah. To, which, not, which, you know, the, to not make the playoffs for sure. I but mean, I just think, you know, man, I just I don't know. Upsets happen all the time. Oh but, yeah. But uh, all right, so uh, your boys at number four, Michigan. Michigan, Michigan. That was a that was a good W. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, they, they went on the road against a, a solid defense. Yeah, really good defense. You know, not not the greatest of of offenses nah, for sure. Nah, um, nah. Michigan did well. They did a they did a lot. Better than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. I was. I mean, they usually well, struggle there. They, they Iowa. say Iowa is the place where top five teams go to die. Yeah, yeah. I was and, worried, uh, but so they they look, they look solid. Corum, Corum. Yeah, he might be in the Heisman. Oh, he's got to be. A, he's he, got to be on the map beast. for sure. You know, as far as running backs go, JJ has, looked good. JJ looked good. I was a little worried about him being on the road in that environment, but yeah. he to me he looks like he handled it well, and so. I think I like Michigan. They're solid four. Okay. And I bumped Georgia down to my number. They're they're third in mine. You didn't do it. Well, I I I went by the actual rankings. I got you. But you know, I, Georgia did the AP did drop Georgia to number two. Right. But I said they should have dropped them to number three. Well, I I dropped Georgia to number three because back to back struggle wins. Yeah. And that and that lost to Mizzou. I mean, I just that didn't look good to me. Well, they won. I mean, the win. <laughs> excuse me. But it felt like a loss. It you know, felt they, like a loss. They that win. Trailed, they trailed for 56 minutes of that game. Yeah. They did not take the lead until that that last drive when they scored with four minutes left. And yeah. Yeah. It, they did. They did. That's two weeks in a row with lackluster I, I, showings. I gave them. I gave them last week. I didn't bump them yeah. because of Kent State. Because I can understand overlooking Kent State. Yeah. But I don't understand, you know, going to game. Mizzou and, and getting out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say officiating helped them because I don't like to blame officials for anything. Mm-hmm. But there was a few fortunate calls late in that game to help them. Um, so, Georgia and their two struggle wins, I dropped them to three. Yeah, oh yeah, my, yeah I, I think they should be three. Like I said, I just did it based on the AP ranking. Because I, I would have really loved – 
if the AP put Ohio State one. I kind of was thinking they would. Left us at two yeah. and dropped Georgia, dropped Georgia to, three, to three. Which that's what I would have liked to see yeah. happen in the standings. But the only change in the top five was us and Georgia. You know, we had a, a nice well, we didn't talk about Ohio State. Let's let's yeah. go back and talk about Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, so I I got Ohio State at two. Um they're obviously they're handling their business. They're handling their they business. They haven't played anybody yet. No. I mean Wisconsin's probably the the biggest team they've played, but you know, Wisconsin's proven not to really be, no, I be think, a threat. Yeah, Wisconsin I so, think is not even yeah, I'd like I'd like to see them uh play play a top opponent. Well, they got Michigan State this weekend, I think. Which yeah, which Michigan State's, Michigan State's falling off you know, the map. They're not what they were last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so now the Buckeyes, I mean, they they're they're getting better. Their defense, their back end is really really good. They got a really do good we, back end. Do we know what their defense is though? Well, no. I mean, it's hard to judge based on who they've who they've played so far. Right. I mean, they they're not they're not a juggernaut on the front for yeah. sure. So they they do have some they do have some holes yeah but their back end is really really good yeah. now I, you know, like I said I, I think they should have at least moved up to two in the AP I would have I would have probably voted them one in the AP and, and left Alabama at two so we can go ahead and talk about Alabama uh, who was number two in the rankings last week but after the forty nine to twenty six whooping they gave Arkansas they moved up to number one in the AP. Yeah, we we were in complete control of that game prior to when Bryce went Bryce out. Going out, I think I think when Bryce went out, I think the whole team went into shock, and we so we were up twenty eight nothing. Bryce goes out. Actually, we were up twenty one nothing. Bryce goes yeah, out. Yeah, Jalen Jalen scored another scored touchdown, touchdown. Put us up twenty eight to nothing. Then we went to sleepwalking, and they scored twenty three straight points, and. Uh, we were just then moving think, it up and down the kinda, field on them. I think that kind of snapped us out of that shock that the whole team was in because you lose your leader. It's kind of like – and then so once they got out of that shock of losing Bryce and realized, hey, wait a minute, we got to get back to playing this game out here, then they turned the Jets back on. J. Mark Gibbs, another running back that's got to be talked about in the Heisman. He was SEC player, uh, offense player of the week this week. Yeah, he definitely put his name in the hat yeah. this week with that. A couple hundred yards, couple of seventy-yard touchdown runs. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, twenty-two point eight miles per hour. What was it? Twenty-two point eight miles per hour. That's nice. Yeah, that's real nice. That's nice. Anything over twenty is Jaylen nice. Jalen Milrow was twenty-two. Really? Jalen Milrow I'm had to hit see, twenty-two. I'm had to see these guns. Because some of these NFL players ain't hitting but the luck but 20 and 21, like Derrick Henry. Hey, yeah. But, no, uh, I thought, uh, I thought you know, obviously Milrow is not the passer. He, he's he got a lot of work to do in the passing game. Well, but if they know that's going to be their quarterback, they can put in a exactly. different offensive game plan. Exactly. So, if we if we have to go with Jalen Milrow this weekend against a and I'm I'm – I mean, I'm. I I'm, I'm, be, I'm not worried. I'm not worried either. I thought he looked comfortable. He never looked. He never looked out of control. At he, first, I thought it was Derrick Henry because <laughs> Milrow is huge. He is huge. Did you see his power clean? Uh-uh. They, they on Instagram. He did a. 
I don't know. I don't even. Yeah. It was like three hundred and sixty-five pound power yeah. clean man. And you know, I, I, he used. I think last year he did wear number two. He switched to number four this yeah. year because B. Rob yeah. graduated. Yeah, he was number two. So he really would have looked like D. Henry back there, quarterback. Some, so I saw somebody post that they were they were pissed because they were like, "You lose your Heisman Trophy winner, and Nick Saban." Goes into the cupboard and brings out the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> speaking of, this is off topic, but speaking of Derrick Henry, have you seen the uh, the Heisman House, the latest oh, one? God, I didn't even realize that was. I Derrick was like, Henry. who's that? Who, what defensive end won <laughs> Heisman? Trend? I was like, yeah. holy crap, that's D. Henry. I know he, he's crazy. He man. is a monster. Anyway, I, but Jalen Milrow, he didn't he 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 didn't look like it was too big for nah, him. No, no, the moment wasn't too big for uh, him. Um, so I'm I'm I was happy. You know, I'm a little worried about our passing game because Arkansas's back end is terrible. Right. We didn't really take advantage of that, but I mean, he took what. Right, he, and like I said, he the, the game plan going in was centered around Bryce. Sure. Now, if if we know, and and Bryce is day to day with with a shoulder sprain, it, he hadn't been ruled out for this weekend, but I don't think Nick's going to show his hand anyway. No, not so at all. We, we, won't, we won't know we until we won't until they game. run out onto the field. Yeah, yeah uh, we won't even the, know at press conferences. No, on no. Friday. Bryce will definitely be dressed out, and he'll be out there, and you might be able to watch warm ups and see how much he's throwing. Uh, but yeah, and no, it's and A and and M lost. Uh, you know, they they're not that dangerous quarterback wise. Right. They lost one of their running backs. So now I mean, about all they got is A chain. I don't want to take them lightly, no. obviously. But right. I would like to really. I would love to put up as many points as we can on them. And I, I, think, I think that would be. I, I think uh, which I was going to talk more about it when we got to the to the picks. I mean the the games to watch. But well, that's. Um, that's all I have about. Yeah, I guess we did already talk about Georgia. And yeah, they yeah. Never led and all that. So yeah. Um, so I guess we can go into the games. To yeah, watch. yeah. Dude, we yeah. already mentioned one of them, which is uh, TCU at Kansas, and that's at noon. Both teams ranked seventeen and nineteen, so it, it'll be a good. Both of them are undefeated. Yeah. So it, TCU, they, they've been putting up some. I points. gotta give Big Twelve some credit, man. I, I I've been down on the Big Twelve for like. Three or four decades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, at least a good decade. I thought the Big Twelve was just—I mean, Oklahoma, Oklahoma only—you know—out with I mean, the you exception gotta, of you, a an Oklahoma State every now and then. And you got to go back to like K-State. Vince Young and yeah, you know, Barry yeah. Sanders. Uh, but anyway, that's that's good, man. TCU Kansas. Yeah, that'll be it'll be a good game, and then. Uh, I've got LSU moved back into the rankings. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay. So you got number eight, Tennessee, at number 25, LSU. And, of course, this is Tennessee's week before the Alabama game. Yep. So this this could be a trap a trap game for Tennessee. Uh, this is this is the game that I judge Tennessee on. Yeah, LSU, you know, they had that early season, first first week loss against uh, FSU. But uh, they they seem to be turning things around and have looked good the last three weeks. So yeah. this that should be that that might be the best game of the week. A lot of people were pissed that it's the noon game, right? Right. Instead of the three thirty CBS game, but CBS chose uh, Georgia and Auburn. Yeah, and so I didn't even put that on my because I'd much rather see Tennessee and LSU. They act like that's a rivalry because they've been going at it for so long. I mean, it, 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 whatever. Yeah, lengthwise, okay, you can call it a rivalry. Yeah, game wise, no. So 
that's my second game to watch. Uh, and then my third game to watch is, is the A&M Alabama game, which would be at 8 o'clock. And, uh, you know, you had the whole bad blood between yeah. Saban and, and uh, Jimbo over NIL. Yeah. And that seems to be the only – Real headline of the week right. for A&M and now. Then, they, and A&M's then course, kind of shit the bed. Right, so. and then, of course, they beat us last year, so it's yeah. it's going, you know, usually it's, it's hard for a team to, to beat Saban two years in a row. I think it's only happened twice. I got I got Utah-UCLA on one of yeah. my games. Yeah, That's, Utah's, you know, they, they also suffered the, the early season loss, and but they've bounced back and uh, looked good. Yeah, that'll be a good one. And of course, I mentioned the Red River rivalry is a game to watch just because it's a it's a good rivalry right. game. I don't understand well, why they play it now. I mean, that that's kind of the reason why I don't consider it one of the top rivalries in college football is well, because and it's played so early. They're ending it because of right, because uh, of the conference moving to SEC. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I guess it's still depends dependent on I mean, it could still be a, a, their rivalry game. I, tru- uh, I truly believe if the conferences are aligned properly that, that the SEC will set that up as, the, as a November game. As like a, yeah. a Tennessee-Alabama. Exactly. The, the, or the, maybe an Iron Bowl, like a Auburn, like Alabama. the end of the year yeah. for, for an Iron Bowl. Yeah, yeah, they always play it so early. I they do. I don't get that. I don't understand it either. That but, should be at the end of the year. But those are some decent games, some decent games to watch. I mean, I still – I still don't – I don't see many outliers of other teams that are working their way up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think right now Oklahoma State is on the, the outside looking in. Of course, USC, um, everyone else kind of has to rely on some mistakes some being made. Yeah, exactly. some conferences. But, you know, I think what I would like for us to do at the end of this year is – to put together the 12 team playoff and discuss that based on okay. how this season ends right. up. I think that's a it would be an interesting topic, yeah. you know, so, to just play it out. Yeah, as if, if as if we had the 12 game playoff, 12 team playoff. Okay, yeah. I got you. Well, speaking of uh college football and ESPN, you know, they have the Bear every Saturday makes his picks against the point spreads, the over-unders, the, the betting lines. Well, this week we had one of our followers send us an email, and he gave us five picks. That uh, So ESPN has the bear. We've got the duck. We've got the duck. So, so Mr. Mallard. Matthew Mallard. Sent in his picks, and it wasn't just easy. Right. I mean, some of this stuff I was like, Okay, so let me tell you his picks from last week. He gave us five and got all five of them right. So first pick was the Kentucky Ole Miss game, under, under. fifty-five. That was I didn't believe that one. Under fifty-five, and they only scored forty-one. I know. I I thought that was going to be a shootout. So he crushed that one. Also from that game, he said take Kentucky in the points. Kentucky was getting six. Kentucky lost by three. So he wins. So that's two for two. Your boys, the Iowa-Michigan game. He said take the under. 42. 42 is not a lot of points. Not a lot. 41 points were scored. And Andy did want to take Michigan minus the points in that one. And how much was Michigan giving up? Like 10. 
Well, it's a good thing he didn't, or he yeah. got that one wrong. Yeah. No, <laughs> but, it was actually ten and a half. Oh no, actually, he no, he right. would have won. They yeah. won by thirteen. Yeah, that's right. What he he, he would have won that one. All right. Um, so he he got that. He squeaked that one by. Uh, called it under forty two, and they won. Uh, the, the total was forty one. Uh, he said, "Take UCLA in the three points. UCLA won outright uh, by eight points over number fifteen Washington." And then his last one was UTSA versus Middle Tennessee State. He said, "Take the over sixty-four. It's a lot of points to. <laughs> that is a lot of points to have to cover. Well, they scored seventy-five points. The game was forty-five to thirty. Yeah. So five and zero oh. to the Mallard Duck. We need. Hey, we, cheers. We need. Let's go five more picks. That's right. Yeah, send them and send them in before we tape, yeah. so we can share them. And you know, we're not encouraging people going Look. out and gambling. Look, Look, for those for, for those of you that are on YouTube, we're giving you your own little segment. <laughs> Mallard's picks. Quack. We got a duck. That's pretty. That's a pretty cool segment. Yeah. Oh, it was like I said. The ESPN's got the bear. We need the duck. And this is not gambling advice. No, it's just, just so for you know. fun and, and you know. But we're gonna watch your picks. Yeah, so if you're was, not quite ready to have your own segment. I was super impressed. With, with with what he was able to do in week one. That's right. He actually did, actually responded. I, I don't know what he said. I don't know if I can even say it on, on <laughs> air. I guess I can. He said, uh, he said he wants to know when the deadline is. Yep. You right. just missed this week's deadline. Yeah, you, you missed it. But hey. But go ahead and send them. Send them and we'll and, do and a TikTok. We'll, we'll yeah, do a, yeah, we'll put them on TikTok. To uh, that way, they're they're announced before the games are played, yeah. so people can't say, "Oh, they they made that up afterwards." We need to know before the games are played. So yeah, yeah, we'll do, we, a, TikTok we do a TikTok and we'll put a we'll do a little a little we'll put a pick sheet up there All right. on TikTok. Good deal. Sweet. So, so we got the duck. We got the duck. <laughs> we got the, the mallard. All right. Well, let's start the last segment, and uh, that's where we wanted to to rank. The greatest sports movies of all time. So, like I said, I I was I started out trying to do a top ten list, and that was hard. Very difficult. So then I I did a top ten plus one, and then I still kept coming up with more and more of them. So I also came up with some honorable mentions. All right. Well, you so how do, do we want to do your honorable mention list first? Do the honorable mentions first. All right, but first, you know, we can't. We can't talk movies without without a little popcorn. Oh, we gotta have a little popcorn. So, let's get a little popcorn going. A little popcorn, a little bourbon. All right, so popcorn and bourbon. I've never had that. With my honorable mentions, I kind of broke it down into different sports. So my first one is fighting, and in fighting, my honorable mentions were The Wrestler, which is a Mickey Rourke uh, movie. It's really it's it's kind of like a follows a a wrestler who does all these like high school gym shows. Oh, yeah. You know, he's a washed up popping pills and all that. It's a good movie. Uh, Raging Bull. Yeah, Raging Bull. And then Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh my God. Bloodsport. You did not pull out a Van Damme movie. <laughs> I, even asked my, I even asked my wife, I was like, is that even a sport movie? She said, it's got sport in the name. <laughs> So I love I love that movie Bloodsport. Bloodsport. So who a, was the Who was the guy he was up against? Oh, the big old. I, oh, it was the big one. The, yeah, the, that that threw the salt in his eyes yeah, or whatever. Yeah. All right, so those were my fighting ones. Golf, yeah. golf. These might even be in your top ten, but Tin Cup and Happy Gilmore. 
Ten Cup for sure is in my is yeah. in my your my ranking list. or your no, I made honorable mention. Okay, so these are my honorable mentions: Ten Cup and Mir- and uh, Gil- Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore is garbage to me, but I mean it was it's fun. It's for funny. Some of it was, the it was slapstick. Yeah. Uh, so then hockey, you got Miracle, Slapshot, Mystery Alaska, and the Mighty Ducks. Football, you got Invincible, North Dallas Forty, and the Blind Side. Yeah. Uh, basketball, I got blue chips. I don't know if you ever seen that, but oh, that yeah. was Shaquille O'Neal and yeah. um, Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Uh, blue chips, Hoosiers. Hoosiers for sure. And fast break. I don't know if you ever seen that. That's I don't with think uh, I've... Gabe Kaplan, who was uh, yeah, welcome I back. Gabe Otter. Kaplan, yeah. And uh, he puts together a, a, a ragtag basketball team. So that's my basketball ones, my baseball ones. And there again, some of these might be in your top ten: Bull Durham, the Bad News Bears, Major League. Which I actually rank as I didn't I didn't have a baseball movie in my top ten, but Major League is my favorite. Baseball That's your movie. favorite. Yeah, yeah. Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> um, the Natural. Oh, The Natural's a great movie. It's a, yeah, and then Field of Dreams. And Honorable mention. Yep. Field of Dreams. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm not I'm not baseball like I you got are. You. I'm not baseball I like got. you are. And then another one that. Uh, uh, m- might have been on the fringe is uh, what was the one about women's baseball? Oh, a league of their own. A league of their own. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a good movie. Yeah, and then I had two racing movies: Days of Thunder with Tom Cruise mm-hmm. and Talladega Night. Talladega Nights. Ricky Bobby, Ricky Bobby. and now you Shake see and Bake. <laughs> I'm all go. jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> so those were my honorable mentions. So did you have any others? On oh your- yeah, I got a, I got a few. I, all right, so so mine. All the right moves. Tom Cruise, you remember that? Yeah, I've heard of it. And Pipe. Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Made oh. my list. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hoosiers. Yeah, Hoosiers. Hoosiers, I, I Hoosiers. Hoosiers was actually on my top ten, but I bumped it as okay. I was doing more soul searching. Hoop Dreams. Not really yeah, yeah. a movie. Yeah. No, it's it, a documentary, documentary, but it yeah. was is really good. I, I put that in my list because of how good it is. Yep. Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. I love Jerry Maguire. This one's on your list. White man can't jump. So is Jerry Maguire. <laughs> I know. I know that's in your top ten. Yeah, uh, so three, man, three of your honorable <laughs> mentions made my top ten. Forty-two. Yeah. The story of Jackie Robinson. Right. Secretariat. Yeah, I that thought was, about. I thought about man, Secretariat. That was such a good movie. Yeah. Such a good movie. A movie about Secretariat, obviously, and horse racing. And then my last one, honorable mention, Tin Cup. Okay. Yeah, I thought Ten Cup was going to be in your top ten. I'm struggling with Ten Cup. I love that movie. Okay. All right. So you you want me to do my list, or you do your list? We'll go. We'll alternate. How about that? Okay. I'll go. I'll go number ten. Well, I've got number eleven, so I'll go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> number eleven. He's so, always trying to one up me. You notice that? Eleven. Ten plus top one. Top ten list. One up. So this one, I I know many people have never heard of this movie. The Fish to Save Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's from the 70s, man. Mm-hmm. Dr. J. I knew. A- anything yeah. that had Dr. J as, as Moses Guthrie. That movie was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That movie was horrible. Hey, this is my list. I you know. can stick to your list. That that, like was, I said, that's why that's my plus one. I knew. I know. Doctor. Growing up, Doctor J was my idol. I should have known you was gonna put that movie in there. I didn't think about that, but I do remember the. <laughs> yeah, the storyline was trash. It was trash. You know, they they go to an astrologer to figure out how to make a winning basketball team, yeah. and they got to get all their birthdays aligned with the stars properly but hey dr j was dr j is all you needed to know right all right give me your number 10 all right number 10 10 for me is vision quest you remember that one Mm -hmm. matthew modine little wrestling high school wrestling movie Mm -hmm. little that was a good little story of triumph from the 80s you know anyone that well my my lady that lives with me gets totally aggravated she gets aggravated with me because i will watch 80s triumph movies all day long, <laughs> over and over. Vision Quest was a good movie. You've never seen Vision Quest that with is Matthew a good movie. Modine? I, I didn't even think of that one. Really good music, yep. good story. Yep. It's yep, good, that's good a good story. One. That's, that's a good that's, one. That's, that's what I bumped 10 Cup out for. Okay. All right, so my true number 10 is a hockey movie. My number one hockey movie, Young Blood. Young Blood. Rob Lowe. Yeah, good movie. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, you know, playing in the amateur ranks he's real skilled but he's real little so he's has to learn how to fight and that's that's one of my favorite movies and Young he's got blood. attitude issues yeah 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 brother issues yep number nine for me eight men out yep story of the black Sox scandal yep. that is uh so ty cobb's my favorite baseball personality um that story wasn't about Ty Cobb, but it was about that era. Mm-hmm. So, and I love Shoeless Joe Jackson and the whole story of the Black Sox. So, that that that's number nine for okay. me. Okay, number nine for me was Any Given Sunday. With uh, the peop- the the names in this movie, Oliver Stone was the director, Al Pacino as the coach, Dennis Quaid the aging quarterback, Jamie Foxx is mm. Willie Beeman, yeah, the 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 up and coming quarterback that takes over for for Dennis Quaid. Cameron Diaz was the team owner. Uh, So, number nine for me was Any Given Sunday. That's a good one. I like that one. Number eight, Moneyball. Okay. Brad Pitt. I've never even seen it. I know it's about the Oakland A's. It's the the story of analytics. Analytics, yeah. But I've never seen it. It's a good movie. Good movie. I'll have to to watch that one time. Jonah, what, Williams? What's his name? Oh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, he was he was, he was the, the analytics yeah, guy. Yep, yeah, yeah, guy with the curly hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. And see, I didn't remember mine, so I, I was kind of screwing myself up here. My next one was Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. I know you had that as a honorable, honorable mention, mention, but it made my list at number eight. Show me the uh, money. Yeah. Show me the money. Tom Cruise, uh, the sports agent. Uh, so <laughs> you got a baseball. Trend and I've got a football trend. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> and I, I kind of figured that was going to happen. Yeah, I liked, I liked that. I liked uh, Jerry Maguire too, but I like these movies better. Right. So number seven for me is Remember the Titans. Okay. Yeah, actually, I've got that at. I almost moved that seven, one up ten, higher. Eight, seven, six. I got that at number five. Yeah, that's a good but movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Denzel Washington. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, you know. Integrating black team with a white team. Uh, yeah. Great, great movie. It is a good movie. Okay, so that was your number seven? My number seven. Okay. My number seven is The Longest Yard. 
The the original, which one? The okay, original, thank you. The original. I was Bert, fixing this. Burt Reynolds. I was fixing to dump this popcorn on yeah, your no, head. No, the longest yard with Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Actually, I, I actually I like the the Did Adam you? Sandler version, mm, but not near as good as the I original. Even, I didn't even finish watching it. Yeah, yeah. no. No, no I, I, I love that movie. I mean, honestly, honestly, it, it could have, it, it, I toyed with it. Um, there was just so many. Yeah, like I said, it. this was hard to do. It was hard to do. Um, Paul Crew. Paul Crew. Number six for me, Miracle. You, you, I had you, it on my honorable it, mention. And the reason, I mean, the movie itself wasn't, you know, that great. Right. But I, I lived... Yeah, the true miracle. You know, I right. wa- I remember watching it as a as a kid, and um, I grew up with. So that was more of a sentimental, yeah, like like it like was. the fish that say Pittsburgh making yeah. my list. Was, I mean, just the 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 eighties in nineteen eighty when we beat Russia. I mean, that was easily to me the single greatest sports feat in the United States history. Mm. Oh yeah, because that was the most lopsided. Un nobody even thought. That that was possible. Yeah, it was great. Okay, so my what do we have? Five or six? Six. six. So my six is all the right moves. You you mentioned mm-hmm. an honorable mention, but yeah, I, I love that movie. Okay, uh, Tom Cruise. I thought you looked at me like you couldn't. No, even no, think I, of it. I was like, no. What? <laughs> How can you not remember? All oh the no, right I've, I've watched it many times. Yeah. Uh, great movie uh, where he's trying to get out of that. That steel mill town, and yeah. he messes up, goes and trashes the coach's house, and then the you know the coach went from you know he was going to have all these scholarship offers right. to now the coach blacklisted them and didn't get any, and then the coach gets a college job and offers him a scholarship. And yeah. so it was one of my favorite. It's not my number one football movie; it's my number three football movie. But good, good movie. Good one. Good one for sure. Okay. Number five for me, Field of Dreams. Okay, yeah. I mean, that just it's that is a great movie. It's it, you know you're more into the the nostalgia baseball, so I, I see why it made your list and yep. it made my honorable mention. But uh, yeah, that's a great. The book was great, great too. Movie. That's like one of the last books in the world that I've ever read from front to back. <laughs> I ain't ashamed to admit it. Right. I mean, it's just a good story. I just I love that movie. All right, like I said earlier, uh, my number five was Remember the Titans. So is that the only one we've got the same so I far? I think so. I think so, because my number four is a football movie. And it really, Rudy, really didn't make mine. Didn't make your list? I've never even watched that whole movie either. Really? I'll, see, I love that movie, man. And, well, I've, um, I've never uh, never liked Notre Dame. So. No, me neither. <laughs> so but, I you never... know, watching that movie as many times as I've watched it, and then I got to go to South Bend to a Notre Dame game, mm-hmm. and I got to go look. I, I actually sat on the bench that he sat on when he led his letter, letter of acceptance to Notre Dame yeah. and looked out over that lake, and then I kind I mean, of, I've heard nothing but great things about it. Yeah, really. it was pretty cool to actually see those yeah. those sights at Notre Dame. And, and I, you know, I actually gave, got an appreciation for for the history of Notre Dame through that. And so, yeah, that, that movie's. I think it's a – should be on a top ten list. So my number four is my number one golf movie. That'd be Caddyshack. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you know the characters in that: Bill Murray is Carl Spackler, Chevy Chase is Ty Webb. Of course, Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, you know, Ty Webb, Ted Knight, Judge Smales. Uh, you get a free bowl of soup with that hat. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many quotes. I mean, I still live my life through Caddyshack, Caddyshack. quotes. 
And I mean, there are so many, you know, when you go golfing with the boys, you know, there's always. A well, we're <laughs> waiting. <laughs> if I can only make this one. There's so many quotes, oh, man. Yeah. It's just. That's a classic. That's number three for me. Okay. I had to boot it to number three just because my number one and number two, they weren't, I wasn't budging. Yeah. Looks like our number ones were the same. Oh, okay. Well, number two for me is Karate well, Kid. Wait a minute. I didn't get my oh, three. I'm sorry. Because. My four and your three oh, were the same. Oh, that's right. So my three, another football movie. You can tell I'm a big football fan. Friday Night Lights. I knew you was going to do Friday Night Lights. Love that movie. I love the TV show uh, that, that they made off of the movie. Um, but yeah, Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, that's just a great movie. So that was my number three was, was Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I, I thought of Friday Night Lights. I like it too, but I, I, don't, I don't like it as much as, as my list, but I get it. I get it. So obviously, number two for me, um, I've already said Karate, Karate Kid. Kid. That's easily probably my second or third favorite movie of all time. I mean, just it's a good one. It, it is. is. Again, I mentioned it earlier. I love the '80s feel-good movies. You know, yeah. the the Triumph, the Ralph Macchio. Yeah, wax on, wax off. <laughs> and again, so many quotes, mm-hmm. so many things I've. I live my life by so many quotes of Karate Kid. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, so my number two, I think it, I think you might have had it an honorable mention, but White Men Can't Jump. Yeah, love that movie. Woody uh, Harrelson is Billy Hoyle and Wesley Snipes. Uh, there, there's a couple of Venice Beach street ball hustlers. Oh, Billy, you're so give, stupid. Give him the chump. <laughs> <laughs> give him the chump. Yeah, Rosie Perez was great in that. That's how I felt when we lived in Arkansas, going to play basketball <laughs> uh-huh. in Blytheville. Give him the give chump. Give him the chump. Okay, yeah, give him the chump. Billy, you're so stupid. That was yeah, a good movie. I, that's, that's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, surprisingly, you know, in my top four, two of them were, were comedies. You right. know, you, you would think... You would lean a little bit more towards the the dramas. Well, I mean, I thought about you know there was there was some more movies that were considered works of art, right? But that's to me this was yeah, my like Raging was, Bull, yeah, and, you know, but yeah, and I, like uh, I want to be entertaining. Clint Eastwood you know. movie where he was the, the pit, it was about a baseball movie. I forget what it was called. Oh, 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 and he's, he's a scout. Yeah, he's yeah, a scout. Yeah. Uh, Movies like that, you yeah. know, that were acclaimed in in in, in Hollywood, but right. not necessarily on my top ten list. So anyway, number one for me. And me. It's, it's always going to be the Rockies. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't, I just put Rocky, but really the whole, I, I started to put Every Rocky and even the Creed spinoffs have oh, yeah, been the, pretty good. Well, to be honest with you, the Creed, the one Creed is really, really good. Yeah. I mean, but for me, it's it's the Rocky movies. I mean, that honestly, that's that's the first movie my dad ever let me stay up and watch mm-hmm. on a school night beyond my curfew, <laughs> and I um, instantly fell in love with with the Rocky. Yo, movies. Adrian, it's the best, man. Yeah, I love I, it. Yeah. All right, so we. Uh, we both agreed on number one at Rocky, and we both agreed We're cool. three, three, four on Caddyshack. Yep. Remember the Titans, five and seven. And that's it. I think that's it. We, now we did have a we lot had some overlapping. Yeah, a lot of a lot of what was on my list was in your your uh, wanting to mention, and and then 
Yeah, so. I, I struggled with I struggled with Bull Durham, and I struggled yeah. with uh, when it was a game when it's when it was a game. Kevin Costner. I mean, right. that was a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I finally Major just, League. Yeah, which I had that you know in Major there. League was a good movie, fun fun movie to watch. Right. Yeah, no, like I said, I had to just just stop at one point. I was like, The Champ. Remember yep. that one? Yep. Mm-hmm. Champ was a good movie. Oh, yeah, there's 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 uh, there's so many. You know, the the one that uh, Mark Wahlberg just did about the Boston Marathon. I see. And, I haven't seen that, but you said you mentioned uh, Invincible. Yeah, Invincible. That's another the, good the Vince one. Vince Papali story. Yeah. And, uh, there's one that uh, Wesley Snipes did. It was a base. It was like where they were bombing the San Francisco Giants Stadium or something like that. I mean, like I said, there is so many sports movies out there. But uh, yeah, I yeah. prefer the I prefer the feel good sports movies. You know, where you leave with yeah, a, and, and you know, like the victory at the yeah, end. You know, and that's crime. why I like all the right moves. Remember the Titans, Friday yeah. Night Lights. Um, but then a couple of the comedy ones. I mean, Rocky, you walked out of the movie theater, and if somebody would have bumped you, it'd have been on. <laughs> you were looking for a fight when you when you walked out of watching Rocky. Uh, and then, like I said, a couple comedy ones up in there, White Men Can't Jump, Caddyshack. So, yeah, it was it was fun. It was. You know, it was like I said, it was tough. It, it was, was hard. It was, a, it was a hard list. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Episode so, 11. Yeah, episode eleven's in the books. We got uh, we've actually got three smoke wagon bourbons waiting for us over at the bar. Okay, uh, that we're gonna you know taste them and then we will rate that shit. So we'll see y'all at the bar. Welcome to Colby's Bar, and it's time to rate that shit. Got us a nice lineup in front of us. Colby, why don't you tell these people? We've got three Smoke Wagon bourbons. And Smoke Wagon is uh, made by the Nevada H&C Distilling Company in Las Vegas, Nevada. Fairly new company. Um, they like to make different types, some uncut, unfiltered type of, of bourbon, small batch bourbons. They use a lot of rye in their bourbon. Uh, it's not pure rye, but... Uh, like uh, one of these Hi, that we're going to try tonight. Yeah, one Nashville. of them has got like a 36% uh, rye uh, in it. So we're going to rate those. First, why don't you tell them about our rating system? Sweet. Yeah, we got a, our own, we consider our own unique rating system, one through four. Uh, one is just, you know, we're not, we're not thrilled with it. It doesn't meet our palate. It might meet yours, but it doesn't meet ours. We, we call that a brown bag. Number two. It's getting a little bit better, but yeah, it's probably maybe just a stock bourbon that you know you want to keep on the shelf because you might throw some Coke in it, whatever. It's a mixer for us. As the bourbon's going up the scale, getting a little bit better, we might want to just dilute it with a rock, and we call that on the rocks. On the rocks. And then last but not least, the, the way I truly think a bourbon should be sipped, and that's neat. Yep, that's the way it's just... Enjoy the bourbon and get all those tastes and doesn't yeah. need anything at all. No, that stands on its own. All right, so like I said, we've got three smoke wagons tonight. We're going to start uh, with this first one is the just a straight bourbon. It's a $35. Okay. It is 90, 92.5 proof. Affordable with a decent proof. Yep, yep. It should give you some honey and caramel up front and then some pepper and spice on the back end. 
Gotcha. So uh, now North Carolina, these aren't these aren't very hard, available. Hard to find. These were purchased in we, Savannah. We, we found them in Savannah, Georgia. Yep. Savannah, Georgia, secondary Georgia. market price. Georgia, Georgia always seems to have a better selection yeah. than, than North Carolina. Yeah, if you're in North Carolina and you want to try to find some different bourbons, I suggest just driving some some back roads into some <laughs> yeah. small towns. And Off the beaten path. Yeah, yeah. I if you're near some, a city, they're going to be yeah, wiped out. Buffalo Trace and some some Blanton's and some smaller towns. Got a decent smell to it. Yeah, got good color. $35. I'm not expecting for it to knock my socks right, off. Right, right. Do get the, the the honey and the caramel. I don't yeah. really get the the spice and pepper on the, on the back end. No, it's it's pretty smooth. It's a pretty smooth yeah. bourbon. I, I got a little bit of hug up front. A little bit, a little bit. That's one thing that they claim on their website. You don't get a lot of that alcohol burn with their with their bourbons. Yeah, I was actually out in Vegas and couldn't find any of it out in Vegas. Oh, I not too long ago. That's pretty much where I've heard of it from. Yeah, from yeah. Vegas. No, it, it kind of is newer to the market and it, it got a good reputation right out the bat. So a lot of people went out and got it and it became hard to find. All right. Well, that's pretty good. It's really good. Not a lot of complexity to it. Like it, it was just kind of, there that, wasn't no thickness to the bourbon no. to me. It didn't really hang around. But it's smooth. It's got a really good flavor. Uh, I didn't, you know, I got a little, I got a little spice on it for me, a little peppery up front, a little caramel nuttiness yeah, the, to it. Yeah. Um, good bourbon. It is good. Thirty-five I like that. bucks. Yeah. I, I'm impressed with yeah. it for thirty-five. Rate that shit. For the value, I think I'm gonna give it a three. I'm gonna fall in line with you at a three. I mean, I honestly. I think uh, it was delicious, I'll, neat. Yeah, I'll probably drink that neat. Right, but you know? but for our rating system, what we we went to a screensaver. <laughs> We've had uh, some technical technical difficulties tonight, tonight with but screen uh, that's but, why the, the picture that and this is for our YouTube viewers. Yeah, uh, Spotify doesn't even know what we're talking about. So but good. We're but our, anyway. our looks like the boardwalk somewhere. Yeah, looks like Myrtle Beach, maybe. I don't know. Who uh, cares? Anyway, uh, so we've had te technical difficulties today. We just lost our rating screen behind us, but we will carry on. We'll carry on. We, we know we what mean. our rating system is, yeah. and we know what our social medias are, so we won't have to. That's right. That's right. See we that. don't need it. Um, so anyway, you're good. you're gonna give it that one a three. Also, I'm gonna go three. Good yeah, good value. Yeah, I like I that. I think. Uh, I personally, you know, if I if I find this in a in a store, I'm going to purchase this particular one, the, the red, white, and blue right. label on it. You know, it's a pretty stock bourbon bottle, cork on the top. I mean, it's yeah. And this next bourbon. this next one, which is the small batch um, high rye, it's got the inlaid coin and some of the raised etching yeah. on the bottle. That's so it's a pretty a, bottle. It's a real pretty bottle. Now this one is their their high rye small batch, so this one is a hundred proof, a little bit pricey. This is actually the, uh, the 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 most expensive of the three we're drinking tonight. This one was fifty six. Okay. Um, and uh, it, there again, it should have some caramel and some fruits. Uh, then with the, the the pepper and the spice on the back end. Yeah, I get some I get some caramel, some caramel notes up front. Yeah, a little. Got pleasant. 
pleasant nose to it. Little leg on it. Little leg on that one. Would you say the proof was on 100? this one? Yeah, I, got, I definitely got less burn off of it than I did the uh, yeah. this, the straight bourbon the, that we tasted first. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good yeah. for a rye. What, yeah. what was it? High heavy on the corn? It, it, they didn't. I didn't get the mash bill on this okay. one, but it, they did. It is considered a high rye. Okay. So I would say probably you know twenty percent or or higher. Like, uh, like I said, this last one we're going to try, the uncut, the younger, is 36% rye. Hmm. I, I didn't catch the mash, the, the, the rye amount on this one. I actually get a little pepperminty from this one on the back end. You know, I'm getting a little peppermint, a little spice. Yeah, yeah. With, with this having more rye than, than the small, yeah. than the, I mean, the small batch having more rye than the straight bourbon. Uh, yeah, you definitely get you definitely that. get more rye from yeah, this one. Yeah. It's a more of a lingering taste. There's yep. more of a of a thickness to the bourbon complex. I like it. It's for a rye. I really like it actually. Um, rate that shit. I guess. I guess for me, I mean that that one's a three for me. I don't say it. it it's just as good as the first one. It got a little bit of different finish to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, they both start out about the same. But then you catch that ride yeah, yeah. on the tail end with definitely, that one. Definitely start out very similar on the front end, but on the back end, this one lingers a lot more. But it's not a, it's not a super <clears throat> bitter rye. Oh, no. You know, no, like no. some ryes are. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. I like the, I like the bottle. All right, so we got two threes. Two threes. From the Smoke Wagon Smoke Bourbons. Wagon. All right, so now this last one we're going to do, it's called Uncut the Younger. And... The reason it's called the younger is because the the founders of this distillery were looking at, at you know possibly pulling the, the bourbon out of the barrel you know before it has fully aged and okay. fully proofed and and just doing an uncut unfiltered so they've had different variations of of their uncuts and this is their their most recent one called the younger uh, so it's it's going to be the strongest one we drank tonight. It's 113.7 proof. Wow, okay. Yes, but it, and this there, one was recommended to us, right? Yes, it, yep. This one comes highly recommended. Uh, this one is aged for four years. Just and, four. And uh, right? it's supposed to give you a little little fruits and candy on the front side. Okay. And then maybe a little cinnamon spice on the back side. All right, complex, huh? It's supposed to be complex. Hmm. I'm cleanse the palate. One more time before I... Not me. I'm diving in, man. Mm. I definitely get the... Uh, I get I get the 113. I'm getting the proof in that one. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't have that strong burn, though. No, no. No, it's very smooth. Yeah. It's okay. very smooth. And like I said, this is the one that had 36% rise. So this... This this is yeah you can definitely you can definitely high. these last two I can definitely taste the rye yeah and this one I think has got more a little bit more than than the second one we tried the small batch mm, I'm torn on that one I think of the three it's my least favorite really yeah and I didn't mention this one's forty eight dollars 
See, I'm I'm leaning on you're, this. You're, absolutely, you're, it's absolutely you're my leaning favorite. Toward, that's your favorite one, huh? I'm almost leaning towards a four on that okay. one. Okay. I mean, from a from a from the mash bill. From I know we don't know the full mash bill, but from right. a rye standpoint, that is really really good. Yeah, you know, it doesn't doesn't really taste like a high rye. Yeah, for for my for my palate taste, I'm gonna go with a three. I'm gonna go with a three. Yeah, I'm gonna go three across the board. They all got that caramel cinnamon. Yeah, I mean, I I, I got more, I got more of the spicy from them. This than, did, yeah, than this did. this one's definitely the spicier, spiciest of the three. The this uncut, the younger. But you know, I tend to lean more towards liking a rye than you do. Yes. So for I mean, my it's, personal palate, this one is an absolute. This is an absolute must. I mean, I, I was leaning towards a four, but you know, I don't know that I could ever put a rye right on my list. Of I mean, fours. you know, the fours that we've got so far, you're looking at Chicken Cock, Willet, and the Jefferson's Ocean. Yeah. So, would you put that with those, or no, just no, a, a no, notch just, below? Just a notch below. But yeah. you know, if I'm in a bar and that that is up there, and there's like. A, I don't know, uh, Woodford. Oh yeah, up there. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going with that oh, one, yeah. man. That 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 was really good flavor. Uh, all three of them. I was impressed. I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't really know what to expect. Well, I think for the money, this is a very good value. Yeah. For the name, you know, because it was, I can only speak for North Carolina people. You know, this is a hard bourbon to get a hold of locally. Mm -hmm. So if you get it and add it to your collection, it's definitely worth. To purchase, I think that's very. They're very good bourbons. This yeah, is I, a very good bourbon. Yeah, for thirty-five. I, yeah, bucks. I enjoyed all three of them. I really did. So I'm glad we had three threes. <laughs> three threes. That's a good night. Yeah, that is. That's I don't. A, I don't know good, that we've ever. No, it's a good night that, when we yeah. have three. And, and three. Three different really price good. points. You know, you had the thirty-five, you had the, the forty-eight, and the fifty-six. So uh, close in price, but but they actually, you know fall into different categories cool so good night i think that wraps up episode 11 uh we had a lot of fun doing yeah. it we got to talk about some of our favorite sports movies and you know, talk nfl and college football which we love to do anyway we always like to talk that so uh you know next week we'll film episode 12 hopefully the Mallard Duck is going to have some picks for us. We're counting on you. And uh, we'll, we'll, you have those, we'll have those ahead of, uh, of the episode. Of course, if we can get some before the games kick off this week. Yeah, it'd be a nice we'll, little piece we'll, to the podcast. Yeah. Start, you know, giving out some Giving out some picks. Giving out know. some picks. Especially, you Especially know, if, if, he he, main, if he maintains that success rate. Yeah, I mean, even if, I, he's, I, you know. even if he stumbles <laughs> a little bit, I mean. I mean, you know, you look at the guys on TV and. Oh, if man. they hit fifty percent, they're happy. Oh, he's way ahead of them. I mean, he beat the bear. Yeah, exactly. He beat so. the bear, and then he went with some off the wall, like not your common picks. You know that exactly. Yeah, exactly. He, he, he a little off the grid. I'm yeah, impressed. I am too. I was super impressed. I, you know, I was following along as the games were being played. I had his picks on my phone, and I was like, "He got that one. He got that one. He got." And then I got to the end, and I was like. He hit all five of the ones he said. So I, I was impressed. We go way back. We yeah. go way back. Okay. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll 
Make that a, a recurring little yeah, be good. little segment on the show. The the ducks, the mallard duck picks, and uh, well, next week what are we going what are we going to touch on next? week? Well, next week, week of course, we'll, we're we're going to open with a toast. Uh, we don't know what that is yet, but we'll open with a toast. Then we're going to come in hot with some current events. Hopefully, we don't have to talk about any dirt bags that are. I mean, disrespecting seems, people. Seems like seems like that's. Out and about, yeah. Not not what I wanted when we when we decided to start this podcast, but That's, but it's but it's current events, it's current and events. It's something that that gets people talking. That's right. You know, maybe Judge will hit number sixty-two. Yeah, yeah, and be nice. Yeah, if he can get get another one in the next uh, couple of days, I don't know what he did tonight, but then uh, you know he'll probably be on the toast list again. Yeah. Uh, so We're like I said, with toast, come in hot with current events. We'll talk football again, NFL, college. We're going at the end of our college segment. We'll, you know, like we talked about earlier, throw some Heisman hype out there. Who, yeah. who so we like? Early Heisman, uh, early high list. Of course, you know, whoever's the favorite in uh, September and October usually doesn't win it. You know, it's usually decided in November and December. But yeah, it's still fun to throw some names out there. Perhaps and... we're better than all them other dudes <laughs> before us. We perhaps know, we know what we're talking perhaps. about. Perhaps. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Those, that, you know they've got they they they've got Kobe's bar bugged. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like what we talk about. I mean, we you know last him. week when I said that uh, Evan Neal's new nickname was the Turnstile. No, they didn't use. That. I'm riding to work the next morning, and Max Kellerman calls Evan Williams the, turn the Turnstile. No, I don't. Believe I'm, it. I'm 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 searching this. The ceilings for for a bug because it, it seems like it never fails. Doesn't surprise me. That's the main reason we started this podcast because right. we are geniuses. I ain't gonna lie to you. We're smarter than we're smarter than the average Joe. You know, I'm serious. I ain't lying to you. But you know, those, those people that know me know I've never been too humble. And then uh, the, the final topic we'll hit on next week. Uh, MLB. You know, we talked a little bit about, but yeah, playoffs. Playoffs will be starting next That's week. Right. Uh, and uh, so we'll talk about the matchups, who we like, and and uh, you know get get some. Can the Mets pull their pants up and recover <laughs> from the sweep? The Braves own the Mets. They yeah. own the Mets. Can the Mets recover? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's gonna be interesting. Pitching's uh, a little weak going into the playoffs for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, it, it all depends on how healthy Scherzer and Degrom are. Uh, yeah. You know, because with them, that's that's two studs. Without them. Uh, they're not very deep. That's right. Cool. So, Excellent. and then we'll we'll be back over here and uh, shit. I ain't got nothing to. I ain't got nothing to toast with. Well, uh, well yeah. Pour you some more of that because I know you liked it. Yeah, give me some of that smoke wagon. I ain't gonna pour a whole lot because <laughs> some of us got to work in the morning. <laughs> Sweet, good show. So, so yeah, enjoyed it. Uh, Enjoy. So we'll see y'all next week and uh, check us out on all socials. Oh, yeah, that's right. YouTube. Yeah, we don't have our cheat sheet behind us. Yeah, so. <laughs> we got Instagram, YouTube. Spotify, uh, Apple. TikTok, TikTok, Spotify, Apple. Email us. Bourbon Buzz and Ball and PR at gmail.com. Yep. So make sure you hit the like button. Please yeah. hit the like button. Send us button. emails because, you know, we, like I said, Mr. Mallard sent us an email and now he's part of the show. We're gaining steam. You know, uh, We're gaining Fireman steam. Payton. You know, we're probably going to do a TikTok with him when we're up in Knoxville in a couple right. of weekends. And 
you know, hey, hey, we're having fun. We're coming after some people. <laughs> we're coming after some people. Cheers. Cheers. See you next week.